Well, hi guys, and uh, I'd like to welcome you to the second part of the, uh, the afternoon kind of sessions. Um, they're intended to be a little bit more technical in the afternoon, but I'm sure most speakers would be quite happy for you to stop and ask them questions and so on and so forth. Um, my name's Aaron Finnan, and I'm going to be talking about podcasting. Um, and what I hope we'll find out about podcasting is uh, where, can, where podcasts can be found, um, how you download one, how you could produce one, how you could upload one. So the talk title is Podcasting 101 from Mic to Audience. A little bit about myself. As I say, I'm Aaron Finnan. Um, I'm a podcaster, have been for about three years. Um, I'm an ethical hacker and I'm very passionate about free software. Um, I podcast at least once a month um, and generally my shows are related either to ethical hacking and countermeasures, free software or Linux in a security testing environment. Um, I'm pretty easy to find, phoenix at phoenix.co.uk or you can follow me on Twitter. Um, like I say, I mean there's plenty of people in podcasting that are a lot more experienced than I am, I'll be honest and say that straight away. But I've been involved in around 17 shows that I've produced myself and I've been on a handful of other shows that I've done segments for and stuff like that as well. So I've probably got 25 bits of work out there at the moment. Um, what I intend, what I hope you kind of get out from this talk is that you, you walk away knowing, you know, a very simple description but what a podcast actually is. Uh, understand maybe the motivations that drive someone to do it. Um, and I also want to kind of talk about how we can you, you can produce a podcast at home and how you could upload it and people could download it. Um, talk saying to every, everyone, I've not got anything particularly technical in this talk. All the software that I use could be used pretty much on any computer, so it doesn't matter if you're on Linux or Windows or Mac. So all the software that I'm using that I talk about is pretty much cross-platform. The other good thing, the other thing as well, if you are a bit scared of installing stuff and all of that sort, they're very simple procedures to follow. Um, it's, like I say, not very technical at all. I will stop at points. Please feel free to ask questions at that time if I use terms or something like that that you don't understand. Please just give us a shout at those points. Um, and once again, Happy, uh, happy Software Freedom Day. Uh, I hope you enjoy my talk. So what is a podcast? Well, simply put, it's an audio file that people can play on, on media. And basically the, the mathematics really behind it is, is you get an audio file, you stick it on the web, and people download it and play it. That's a podcast. Um, it's, it's, a, it's not a new medium, but it's, it's a growing medium. And a lot of more people are starting to hear about podcasts, um, and it's, I, I find it to be a, a fantastic thing to be involved in. It's very good at delivering information, you, you, you can get very good news out of this. It's a very good medium for, for really, because there's no commercial advantage, in a lot of cases there's not a lot of commercial advantage for companies, it's hobbyists and individuals and passionate people that make podcasts. So it's great you get to download this media and listen to, to someone else's views. Um, Pretty much any, you know, it, audio files can be pretty much played on anything from phones to to MP3 players to iPods to you know to your PC itself. Um, podcasts is a play on the word 
um, about iPods, um, which obviously most people know is the, the Apple Media Player. Well, people were able to subscribe to shows via the iTunes, I think it is. I've never used them myself. Um, and this is where the term podcast came from, uh, iPod and across of broadcasting, uh, just in case anyone's interested. It's largely unregulated, uh, and it's a very, very diverse kind of medium. Um, how do I, I fit in kind of as a consumer and a producer almost. I, I, I listen to an awful lot of podcasts. I probably spend, you know, I probably spend seven or eight hours a month listening to certain shows and where I pick up lots of different information that I probably wouldn't have. I'm not going to tune on to Radio 4 and listen to Ethical Hacking. It's just, it's not going to happen. Um, but Ethical Hackers are able to produce Ethical Hacking podcasts and I'm able to download them and we're able to share media that way. And it's, that's, as an ethical hacker, where I really find it very, very useful. Um, and in the true spirit of open source, I, I basically take content that I find useful and I produce a show based on, on stuff that I'm doing at the time, that I have technical problems that I'm solving and all of that sort of stuff, or people that I'm speaking to in the industry. And as, as a free software advocate, it kind of fits in with my, you know, my methodology about how I should treat myself, how I should treat, you know, what I work on. And I mean by that, that I'm able to take, reproduce, you know, find things out about, about a certain topic and I'm able to share that. Um, and I've done lots of different sort of different podcasts. I spent a month learning how, you know, wireless routers got hacked and I produced a, a, a podcast on that. And that means that other people can take the stuff that I found out and they can say it either works or it doesn't work and adapt it and change it and hopefully they produce content and that gets passed along. Um, but like I say, I mean, it's that relationship of user-developer. I'm sort of in the podcasting world, I'm that same sort of guy. Um, it's very similar to radio broadcasting. Uh, apart from, you know, once you've recorded the show, you're not having to rely on, you know, radio antennas and all of that sort of stuff, you know. So there's not the great expense that it would take to... If you want to produce a radio show, you can imagine the expense that would be involved with the, the equipment that you would have to get, licensing, so on and so forth. Um, there's lots of free and open source software that you can use to produce podcasts and listen to podcasts. Um, and there's lots of free services on the internet where you could host a podcast as well. Um, I, I podcast for an organisation called Hacker Public Radio, which is... Um, basically uh, uh, a loosely knitted organisation that has a different host on every day uh, um, and they talk about whatever they're doing, at the, uh, whatever they're working on at the time. Um, I mean it's easy to think that Hacker Public Radio is all about security and ethical hacking, it's far from that. There's been episodes on how to quit smoking and episodes on Doctor Who and then episodes on root kits and you know, but the great thing with Hacker Public Radio is you never know what you're going to get until it you know, drops into your uh, into your RSS reader. Um, but for me, it's great. I produce a show um, once a month. I upload it to them, and they look after everything for me. Um, but what you really need is basically a, a computer with an internet connection. Really, to be honest with you, to download files. Um, lots, most of your PCs will have audio players built into them. Windows Media Player will be able to play uh, the files. Linux, you'll be able to use Amarok or, or, or you know, I'm, I'm not sure what the audio players are on Mac, but I'm sure it comes bundled with one as well. 
Um, basically, how it works is you find a show on a subject that you, you, you're interested in uh, and you download it. And if you like it, you'll probably subscribe. Um, and if you don't, well, you'll get your money back, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, but basically, find something that you like, download shows on it. It really is as simple as that. Um, the World Wide Web is a big place, though, and it's a bit of a pain to go back and say, I wonder if Paul.com has uh, released a, a podcast this week. You don't want to have to keep on checking back to see if, if a site's updated. So they use RSS subscriptions, and that's kind of the, not, the, the bulk of how podcasts really work. You sign up to an RSS subscription, much like you would for news feeds and so on and so forth, and then in your feeds it will tell you that the new podcast is available for you to download and it really there is some programs that will actually automatically download the audio file for you as well which is really handy um, there's lots of tools that you can use and if you're a Google user you can use Google Reader they have a pretty good inbuilt RSS reader here are a couple of you know open kind of open sourced um, cross-platform sort of ones I, I I have to be honest here, I don't use any of these, um, but like I say, they're all cross-platform, um, they're all free for you to download, I think they're all free as in no cash options, I don't think they're, they're, they're open source, but if you just stick into Google and look for an RSS reader, you'll find one really simple. But that's just one of the, that's really just a third of the equation done there, simply, do you know what I mean? The, the RSS is about a third of, this, of the equation in, in getting podcasts. Why I like it is is I find, you know it's it's finding something interesting and being able to share that. It's a, it's a great side hobby to have, and it also drives me to maybe work on projects a little bit longer or be a little bit more focused on working on projects. I'm, unfortunately, I'm a ter terrible ethical hack in the fact that I have so many projects going off at any one time that it's very easy for me to get lost in in, in the mix and not get anything done. Where I find when I'm producing a show. I have a deadline and I have to get my ass in gear by this date and I have to get it mixed by then and I have to get it uploaded by then. So it helps in that way to actually have almost a structure to what I'm doing. But it's very good for helping you to learn and research. Um, as I said earlier on, a lot of the news in my industry is delivered via podcasts and that sort of stuff. Uh, why do I think they're successful is that they're made by people like me and you. Do you know what I mean? They're not. They're not made by corporations, there's, do you know what I mean? They really are made by the average user who either enjoys listening to podcasts or really wants to promote something that they're working on. And it's awesome. I mean, you, you find that they have, you know, Linux conferences, it's, they do have podcaster tables because there's a whole big subculture in Linux through the podcasting because podcasting in Linux is a great way to deliver how technical support can be done. Um, so I find it very interesting that way. Like I say, there the are very few constraints. You just need, really, just need a mic and the internet. Um, and you, you're free to basically share your ideas. There's lots of different programs that you use to be able to do, to record podcasts, but I tend to use a program called Audacity. It's pretty simple, it's cross-platformed, it's open-sourced, uh, and it's very, very good kind of all-in-one solution enables you to be able to record audio files and enables you to be able to edit them. Now if you if you uh, use a separate application to record audio files you know you'd be using two programs and was just meaning that this is really kind of a very nice unified solution. 
in Linux, very easy to find just in sound. Very easy to bring in audio files. I'm sorry, this seems to be the slide seems to be a little bit degraded, but this is how you'd bring in files. I use a, a hardware recorder, um, and it just it just works for me better. That's all, and I, I'm able to take the file once I've recorded on a hardware device, and I'm able to import the audio file. And really, what happens is the screen pops up, and that's what your audio looks like. If you were to record using Audacity. There's a button that looks just like a record button. That's exactly what it does. You're able to, to record using Audacity as well. But this is what you get presented with, which, you know, looks pretty, but it doesn't really tell you much. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but basically what you do, you record something, stick it into Audacity, bring in the tracks, and then you can listen to it and find out where bits need editing and bits need changing. They have a lot of effects that you can use as well in there. So maybe there's a lot of noise pollution in the background, you can get a plug-in to try and remove noise pollution. Um, maybe the recording's very quiet, you can use one of the plugins to amplify the recording. There's lots of handy little tools in there. Um, it's a pretty de facto standard. Um, then, I've jumped a slide by accident here, sorry guys. But once you have your, your, your sound sorted out, you can bring lots of different audio sources as well. It's just adding extra tracks in. So when I do one, I have a, an intro and an outro in my, my show. The intro and the outro are supplied by Hacker Public Radio. Um, so when I do this, I end up having three tracks. And I just put in the intro at the beginning, move the recording bit to the end of the, to the, end of the intro. And at the end of the, the, the main session, I just put in the outro. And there's an option where you can just export, which is what this is about. So you can export your file, as an M say, as an MP3. You can build all the tags in it so that people's audio players know what it is. And then you just save it. And if you see here, this option for an MP3, you can actually produce lots of different audio, like you know the free, non-restrictive versions like ARG and so on and so forth. Um, and then I just gave a little bit about time to, to make the MP3, and it's done. You, you've made an MP3. Um, once you have that audio file, if you're making a podcast, what you really need to do is get it hosted. And as I said before, I, I do my podcasting for an organisation called Hacker Public Radio, so it's great. I, as I say, email them, uh, email that I, I upload my show and email them and tell them it's ready to go. And the next day it's released. It's pretty awesome in that respect. If you can find something like HPR in an industry that you're interested in podcasting, a category that you're interested in podcasting, try and do it through them. It's, it's, it's a lot easier to be able to pass someone else a file and get them to do the hard work for you. Um, but failing that, there is options of how you can produce a podcast for free and have it hosted online and RSS subscriptions. And I just wanted to touch on that before, before I wrap up. For the purpose of this talk, I, I've just used uh, um, I stuck into Google host free MP3s and Mediafire is the one at the top. So this is not me choosing them by any way, shape or means. But what we do is you, you see lots of these sites that will let you host audio files from nothing and they'll give you a direct a, a, a download link. Um, see here we have Mediafire. So we upload and we get this download link. This is important for us, we need to remember this for later on, so if I just, when I talk about it later on, I'll just be talking about the download location, I'm just referring to this place, but this is, this is what we're actually after. 
Once you've got this here, that's a location on the internet that the, pod, that the podcast is stored on. We can go and register a free blog with someone like WordPress or Blogger or anyone like that. Um, so as you see, I've made SF Dundee 2009. You get to choose your WordPress. You know, now you can buy domains and you can use installs. I just wanted to use the totally free option that you could get online. Um, once you register, you'll be presented with a blog. When we publish a blog page, what we can do is say, you know, I've made a new show on the history of Tayside Jute. Um, here is blah, 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 the, the text, and this is what I'm talking about. And what I'm going to do, you can't see here, but there's a, basically a button that says insert URL. And then what you do is you basically take that media file that we uploaded, what I mentioned earlier on, you stick that into there, and say it's a link, you publish your, your, your blog post, and then that's it on the internet. Now, where it comes in handy is you can send your friends, I'm sure most people see this in their web browsers all the time, the RSS subscription links and so on and so forth. Uh, this is what we use to, to, to pass your show along. Um, so this is just uh, an example of, of Hacker Public Radio's RSS feed. Um, but WordPress allows you to do to take that URL, they do a RSS subscription on the WordPress, and that's how you would deliver your podcast. There's lots of different podcasts, and you can submit your podcast to places like Podcast Alley. And I really just wanted to show how much options, you know, to just it's easy for me as a Linux guy to just focus on Linux podcasts, but I appreciate that probably not everyone in here is a Linux person. Um, so it's very easy for me to go, oh, this is a great Linux podcast, and that's a great Linux podcast. And I forget that there is podcasts on lots of different genres. It's not, it's not specifically security, and it's not specifically, you know, Linux. You know, you can get them on travel, history, you know, science, religion, politics. Um, and this also means that you can produce podcasts like that. You know, you don't have to do something technical. You can do a podcast on... You know, on, on a personal subject that you find interesting. It's a really good way of getting your ideas out and your thoughts laid down and getting them kind of out there and letting people comment on your work and stuff like that. Now, just to quickly recap, to, for, for you guys to produce a podcast without HPR, all you really need to do is register for a blog, download Audacity, install it, record whatever you want to do, upload the file and put it into your, into your blog post and publish it. And that... Is really how you do a blog, uh, a podcast for free. Um, is there any questions? No. How long do these free services hang onto your phone for? Depends. Um, it all depends on the the terms and conditions of the the organisation that you sign for. I uh, I hold no like you know I'm, I'm wavering anything to do with div share or, or media fire or anything like that there is organizations like um, ourmedia.org that let you host um, well, basically media uh, but they'll release it under the creative commons for you um, if anyone's wondering what the creative commons is it's a way of uh, my, my podcasts are released under the creative commons which means that no one can take ownership of them and they're open for everyone you're allowed to re you know you're allowed to redistribute it you're allowed to share it you're not allowed to pass it off as your own work and that's about it
do you know what I mean? But you have to, this is a great point, you have to have a look at the, if you're worried about maybe my content remaining my ownership, then there's lots of paid solutions that you can use as well that are not very expensive. You can rent some podcasting space off organizations for as little as $5 a month. You know, there's just really was, uh, you know, how to, how to, you know, how to do it for free really here. But yeah, definitely uh, check the terms and conditions on any organization that you're, you're posting the file with. Uh, is there any other questions? Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.